Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining me this morning for some Coffee in Christ. As you know, I like to start off with our prayer. So we're going to ask God this morning just to bless us and lead us and make sure that we use his words. We use his guidance to direct us and to cover um, anyone that we are in fellowship with. And we thank you this morning, Father God, for just giving us the ability to start another day and to make an, an impact in the world. So in Jesus' name, we pray. So again, thank you all for joining me this morning, and I have a very special guest this morning. Um, we are going to be talking about mental health. So today's segment is called The Imperfect You, um, Hiding Behind the Hurt and Hiding Behind the Pain. So this morning, I want to introduce my guest, Ms. Jessica Cravens. Jessica, how are you doing today? Good morning. I'm good. So, Jessica, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. I am currently a school counselor at a elementary school and a middle school, and I'm also a PLPC, which basically means I'm a provisionally licensed professional counselor um, working on getting my full licensure, and I do that by having direct contact with students or clients um, and basically hoping mostly to focus on their mental health needs. Good and I can be uh, the first to attest that I knock on Jessica's door 24-7 with my mental health issues so to speak (laughs) or my life issues and she has been truly a blessing and I always believe that God always intercept and and combine people during seasons reasons lifetimes or just for that moment of your life in in that phase and so I want to tell you thank you personally for just always having the door open for me thank you for being on my segment and just thank you for being that support that I need um especially the last couple of weeks with so much that has been going on so I (laughs) really really appreciate you for that um we're just gonna jump in and basically um talk about the just working in the public arena we both do I'm an educator you're a counselor in the public arena Um, let's talk about primary factors that you may see that our kids even our community leadership um, that face well what they face that is adding to our mental health downfall because it's so important to understand that a lot of times even whenever I discussed last week on my segment if um, if you don't remember um, or if you didn't listen to the show Jessica I talked about the responsibility we have as, as adults but a lot of times we have a responsibility as leadership and if our mental state is not um, conducive to our leadership that can cause that can cause a domino a domino effect so that's important too as adults as leaders in our community and our kids just in general what is adding to our mental health downfall well working in a school system since I primarily work with students um, like you said, some teachers and staff <laughs> members do come see me, but the majority is students. And to me, the number one factor starts at home. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I just find that the youth these days don't have the foundation, like the basic common foundation that people used to receive at home. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, honestly, I think that's the major, most contributing factor. Um, if you don't have foundational skills and then you go outside of the home, you don't even know how to how to fit in in a normal situation, in a social situation, in an educational setting, um, what you're seeing at home, which may be complete dysfunction to you is your norm. Mm -hmm. And then you have to come to a school and you're expected to um, behave a certain way, learn a certain way. And if you can't adapt, usually all you do is receive disciplinary action for what you think is your norm. And ultimately, it becomes a mental health issue because the student, the child, becomes confused. What's right? What's wrong? What's wrong with me? Why am I different? And again, I just I attribute that to the home because maybe the parents had the same struggle. Or honestly, some of them just aren't trying to instill anything in their kids, which leads to a mental health problem. So basically, it sounds like even within our community, the public system, it seems like the environment plays a major factor. Definitely. And on top of that, with, within this environment, it's a poverty-stricken environment. Mm -hmm. So I think poverty plays a major, major part in... Um, that mm -hmm. mental health downfall right. and the just the complacency or the the lack of um support or resources even being available to the students mm -hmm. to the parents to the community period um even the lack of support and resources we have here in our school system mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we say our school system i'll be the first to say we do work in St. Landry Parish and as a teacher I started off in Houston and I noticed a major major difference coming from a small um, ISD parish within Houston the arena or the um, the, t the city of Houston and then I come here and again it was a smaller IDS um, independent school district but I come here and it's like, wow, mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. Like how it's just, I don't know if it's behind. I mm -hmm. don't know if it's because of the lack of resources or the lack of um, leadership. Or I don't know what it is, and I can't put my finger. So I always like to relate that back to some type of mental complacency that's stuck because the mindset. the mindset and how do we get around that what does our state what does our parish what does our local representatives need to understand that we need as a community to get past this mental health you know downfall because like I said the mental health issues that are produced within our community that we see day in as a teacher we see these kids suffer so much i'm sure you get into more of the depths of their issues being the counselor i mean i feel like our state 
our parish mm-hmm. is failing. It is. <laughs> and and nothing is being done about it. Well, we all know Louisiana is always on the top of every bottom list. Mm-hmm. And education, of course, is one. And then if you look at St. Landry Parish, I would I would guess that they're on the top of the state's list for educational um I don't know, lack of support, lack of resources, finances, change, mm-hmm. progressiveness, um healthcare, access uh, to healthcare, everything. uh St. lowest paid parish, mm-hmm. um all of that and all of that matters mm-hmm. and we can blame it we can blame the the failings on all of that but then we can also look at the reality and say okay we've had the same people in the same positions mm-hmm. doing the same thing forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you can't expect change or progress when you're doing the same thing Over. for however many years um, when the world is evolving and we're stuck in the same old way. Exactly. So I would definitely blame it on that. Um, You know, new leadership can come, but if you don't make any changes, there's only so much that leader can do Mm -hmm. before you get stuck in the same old rut. Mm -hmm. And to me personally, I think that's the number one factor um, as far as why St. Landry Parish School Board is where it is Mm -hmm. when it comes to statistics and definitely not being one of the best. So it's basically um, the title of my segment, hiding behind the pain, hiding behind the hurt. We just Mm kind of surface certain issues that will only benefit um, the, the look right of the the facade yes (laughs) and i believe that we need to be able to get down to the core of the issue mental health is real it is we all face life and their challenges we all become overwhelmed but at the same time what are we doing to progress how are we taking off all these layers that we've just placed on top, basically adding dirt on top of dirt on top of dirt. Mm -hmm. And you're basically just hiding and burying a real treasure because we have the potential. Right. We have the potential. Definitely. But we cannot do anything if we continue to just hide behind a mask. Right. And And pretend like everything is okay and city officials, local officials, sheriff departments, and things of that nature ignore that, hey. There's really no accountability outside of the school. So you expect these kids to come to school and the teachers are held accountable on a daily basis for all the academic work. Mm -hmm. But The students aren't prepared to even learn or try to learn the academics because they have all these other internal issues going on. But nobody takes that into consideration, and it's all about academics. Well, if we really want them to to learn and get these academics, then we need to put some things in place to help them with their foundational Mm -hmm. issues, their mental health. if you're struggling mentally, you sure can't learn or or do anything else outside of that. Mm-hmm. And they need to make that more important 
um, and give the students that foundation so that they can grow and learn and become successful individuals. Um, and like you said, it's just, it's a mindset. It's a, and it's not just in the school system. You mm -hmm. named all those other places and they all kind of overlap and, and come together. And unless we change that mindset, again, we'll be stuck. Um, what do they say? Like a hamster stuck running on the wheel. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And that's what needs to change, really. Exactly. Take off the makeup. Mm -hmm. Take off all that stuff and really start fresh. Start new with new ideas. Right. New. Um, and action, not and just action. words. Exactly. Action. What can we do? Because at the end of the day, mental health is not going away. And we can blame it, like you said, on everything else, but we need to take accountability as adults. Get help yourself mm -hmm. because you cannot help anyone. You cannot lead. You cannot teach. You cannot right. guide. If you yourself have mental health issues, stop walking around for the title mm -hmm. and start walking around in the position. Correct. Handle your business and take care of yourself realize that just going to church and praying will mm -hmm. not fix it. They have people mm -hmm. that are in position professionally, such as yourself, mm -hmm. that can help with these issues. But we need to learn how to humble ourselves as a community and take our mental health seriously. Right. And stop hiding behind that hurt. Stop and it, and it's that. nothing to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. um, and predominantly in the black community, that was always... The stigma associated with, you know, keep our business in our house mm -hmm. or go to church and mm -hmm. all that is true, but it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's a service. It's just like going to the doctor. Exactly. Some things you need to talk to someone else about and they can give you coping skills, tools, um, just having someone to talk to that's a neutral party. Mm -hmm. It it all helps. Mm -hmm. Um and honestly, the only other thing would be, aside from the school system, the state itself needs to actually fund mental health yes. and make it a priority. And they should mandate these school systems to actually implement it and do something about it, not just suggest it and then not hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. Just like they hold teachers accountable for grades, the school systems should be held accountable for um, providing students, even staff, with mental health services. I agree. I agree. I think that's 100% um, um, true. I also believe that um, what I've noticed is, yes, we see a lot of mental health, um, I like to call them pop-up shops, mm -hmm. here, there, because mm -hmm. I personally, I worked for one to try and get that experience. As mm -hmm. you know, I'm in grad school, will be wrapping up in the fall in clinical social work. And so I wanted to get that experience. And so I decided, and I won't say the, the name of the facility, but so I decided to just go out there mm -hmm. on a limb, get my feet wet. And I was, first of all, I was taken back because, um, I had my bachelor's, but it wasn't in counseling. Mm -hmm. But I was called a mental health specialist. Right. Okay? So I was like, okay, how am I a mental health specialist? Anyone 
with a bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. if you had a bachelor's in accounting, mm-hmm. you can become, quote unquote, a mental health specialist. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then you go out. Now you're calling yourself and you're giving yourself again that title. Didn't get any formal training, no formal even training. on the job. None at all. And now you are accepting this title as a counselor. And so, but I still did my job and I mm-hmm. did it well. And I went out and I developed this rapport with a lot of my clients that I had at the time. But apparently I was not giving enough hours or reporting enough hours for them to receive the funding that they needed mm-hmm. from Medicaid, Medicare, and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So I was then called in without any notice of saying, okay, you're not um, getting enough hours, you're not reporting enough hours. And my rebuttal was, but my patients, I mean my clients, mm-hmm. um, are getting the effective services that I am trying to give them. Well, this is your last day on the job. Mm. Okay, and sometimes being rejected is God's way of saying, you know what, I have something better for you, and you don't need to be caught up in certain things. Mm-hmm. So I understood that, but what I felt was that those the overseers of that facility did not care about my clients because you're just ripping away a rapport that was built Mm -hmm. you didn't know how long it took to establish that communication so that too let me know that you're not understanding client right or client worker relationships and how you know important that is Mm -hmm. for an intervention and secondly, if you had a master's degree, now you moved up to mental health professional, okay? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how we can, in a state, feel like that's acceptable. And that's why, like you said, pop-up shops. There's all these little mental health agencies that open. And that's why they have a bad name. Even though some of them probably are being run correctly mm-hmm, and professionally mm-hmm. and billing right, and they're actually training people that they yes, send into the I field. Agree. Mm-hmm. But all. the odds are, just from my experience and talking to other people, a lot of those little pop up shop agencies are not operating correctly and they're not billing correctly and they're giving people a mental health title Mm -hmm. these people go out and give services to these clients that are in need and they didn't even get any on the job training so you're just sending someone out to do a service that they know nothing about Mm -hmm. and just like you that's why I have a bad taste in my mouth for agencies like that and mm-hmm. I said I would never go work for one again I did an internship in one and uh, I just didn't agree with any of it mm-hmm. but then it makes you feel bad for people who actually do open these agencies right with the mental health background exactly. or people working there with you know that are qualified and then they get a bad name because of all these others mm-hmm. So I don't know, you know, it's kind of a good thing because they're offering services, but you want to make sure the services they are offering are actually effective. helpful and exactly. effective mm-hmm. and, and, and legal and fair and, mm-hmm. and actually has the client's best interest in mind. Um, yes. And I really think that it goes back to policies that are in place or not in place mm-hmm. to place mental health as a priority, mm-hmm. especially in our state again and I think it goes back to 
poverty. Mm-hmm. We are poor in this state. Mm-hmm. We are poor in this parish. Mm-hmm. What resources will ever get funded, or it may get funded, but is it allocated correctly? Right. That's an issue that I've seen. And time is and it time is it limited? Again. Is it on a time limit to where these people want to hurry and? just bill 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 so they can get as much money as they can mm-hmm. because they know it's it's only a short term thing kind of like home health and mm-hmm. you see those pop up shops and then they end up on the news for fraud because billing issues um so i think they're similar and like you said there should be some actual accountability and laws put in place that when you open these agencies you're held accountable, mm-hmm. like a teacher, and you have to train. You can't just send anybody out exactly. to, to provide services to people who are in need of real mental health services. Anybody can go and sit and talk to someone and then go back and bill for it, but did you really do something to help that person? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I also believe that in the school system, you know, I see you try to divide your time um, the best way you can because you are actually split in two between two schools. Mm-hmm. And the one of which is a middle school, which needs a full-time mental health counselor. And I think that is so important that that is addressed because as one person and the demand... Mm-hmm from the students with so many mental health issues that can bring you down Mm -hmm. and cause you to have a lot of compassion fatigue and you as a person because at the end of the day you're a human being right okay and burnout is a real thing it is (laughs) and you are a mother you are a wife how can you balance that if you don't have a system that is understanding and compassionate to that right and understand that more counselors need to be on site mm-hmm. constantly mm-hmm. that to me i feel like that's serving the kids and everyone around that's an injustice right kind of the same thing we were just talking about you're there on paper, mm-hmm. but are you really available as needed for mental and for mental health issues, or are you busy sitting in the in your office doing paperwork for the school, which you're not supposed to be doing because you're there to help the kids? Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, I stressed middle school because that's the age where. You see lots and lots of more issues. Mm-hmm. They're looking for someone. Um, they're going through things. Bullying, suicidal yeah, bullying, rates are at suicide, a, at hormones, mm-hmm. um, exposure at home. You know, mm-hmm. at that age, you start to understand and and mm-hmm. realize what's really going on in the world. And yeah, being split between two schools, it is an injustice because. Mm-hmm. If these kids come knocking on my door and I'm not here and they need me urgently that moment and they're not comfortable going to talk to someone else, it then, then what happens? Yeah. 
that could cause a tragedy. Right. And who who has the blood in their hands? Mm-hmm. But what happens is it's covered up. Right. Is ignored. It's it's it's. I just feel like it's it's just just shameful. Mm-hmm. And we need to understand that it takes a village. It really does. And there are things that we need to do, action that we need to take to address. And I think that the government, the state, they need to stop covering it up with makeup and start addressing these mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Make it a priority. Yes. Just like, just like health care and education, it goes right along with those, the importance of everyone's mental health mm-hmm. and having resources to help you with it. And again, if you are ever in a state where you have any kind of depression or you have been diagnosed with some type of mental illness, please do not hesitate to contact and seek help. It is not shameful. It is real. It affects so many people. You're normal and you can have some type of mental Mm -hmm. Um, episode you can have a breakdown it's life it's life so do not be scared to seek help we want you to be healthy we want you to be able to find the resources that you need to be and live an effective effective life and continue to put God in the center pray about every situation and understand that he has placed wise counsel in your corner. So go out and seek that help. It is real. Stop trying to say, okay, my prayers are going to fix this. Yes, God has the ability to fix every and anything. Mm -hmm. Yet at the same time, he gives you choice, free will to go out and seek professional help so he can... Again, remember, I told you, fellowship is so important. You are not in this alone, and you cannot do this alone. So please make sure, stop covering up with makeup, um, wipe it off, get to the core, the surface. Every, everyone deals with issues, nothing to hide. Exactly. And as a community, we are here. Everyone, someone is around the corner that's willing to walk with you through this. So again, thank you. Ms. Jessica, thank you so much again. And I have a quote we can end with. Yes, 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 go ahead. Because it kind of ties to everything we said about the school system, the state, and mental health. Albert Einstein is widely credited with saying, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. All right, and I love Albert Einstein. That's, oh, man, he's, you ever just read or read some of like his quotes back to back I'd be like man he was so in touch especially with God and his spirituality he was he was pretty brilliant besides mm -hmm, pretty amazing so again Miss Jessica thank you so much and guys you know it's poetry segment time I have one that's called makeup that I wrote again it is um published in my The Conversation of Hope, my volume one poetry um, book, and it's called Makeup. We walk around trying to cover up blemishes and flaws. Some use MAC, some even use Revlon, and others use Fashion Fair, but plenty use CoverGirl to achieve the ultimate glare. 
that the makeup I'm speaking of goes deeper than liquid foundation. It cannot be dabbled on in moderation or add temporary stimulation. It's called genetics, and it's what helps you to get permanent admiration. See, we can always razzle and dazzle our outside appearance. Add a little bling here, paste a little old baby lip gloss on there, but what truly matters is your inner dispositions. Genetic makeup. We always try and hide, put on that representative and suppress the true you we have inside. But what I've learned is that no matter what we do, we all have flaws, but that's the uniqueness about you. Some wish they had a smaller nose or even bigger lips, crying out, I hate my weight or I wish I had wider hips. Society has made a fortune off this industry called plastic surgery. While they're counting their dollars, you just got rid of the only thing that resembled your ancestor's story. We frown up when someone says, oh, you look just like your mom or dad, not realizing that there's someone out there wishing they had the chance to have the parents you had. Now, don't get me wrong, buffing a diamond will help to keep it shine, but all I'm saying is don't get so wrapped up on the outside that you abandon the character you have inside. A diamond is a diamond no matter its clarity, and as you put on your Mac, Revlon, Fashion Fair, or CoverGirl, don't forget to buff up your heart, mind, and attitude profoundly. Make sure you are humble and as, just as beautiful inside as out. Have your smile shine through your soul and not just from your mouth. See, it's not the lip gloss or the eyeshadow that defines you. It has always been your genetic makeup that allowed you to achieve the greatness that you do. So, and I'm snapping and I'm snapping. <laughs> so, again, that was the poetry segment. I'm going to end with the book recommendation. You know, I always like to recommend some type of resource or some type of book after every segment that you can go out and you can check out. This one is by Mrs. Lisa Turkeras. Her last name is spelled T-E-R-K-E-U-R-S-T and is a New York Times bestseller. It's called Unglued, Making Wise Choices in the Midst of Raw Emotions. And I love this. I actually have this and carry this in my uh, big old purse all the time because I can go back to reference points and I have it marked up. And it's amazing too. It has scripture verses and it relates back to the Bible and things of that nature. And I really, really enjoy this. It helps me use those positive and productive coping skills in the midst of, you know, when my world seemed like it's coming down. So definitely check out her book. I hope that you um, get as much use of it as I do. And again, don't forget to go to my website at writing dove words for the soul at weebly.weebly.com. That's words for the soul.weebly.com. Words for the number four, the letter D, soul.weebly, W E E B L Y dot com. And don't forget to go under the tab to fill out a form for any Q and A. Um, questions and answers, um, shout outs, any topics, recommendations, or anything that you just want to say. So again, thank you all so much for joining us this morning for a little coffee and a whole lot of Christ. I really hope this segment really blessed you. And if at any point that you feel that you are struggling emotionally, mentally, or physically, please go out and seek help. I need you. You need me. We need each other. Be blessed and thank you so much.